Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And the serial killer, who they killed, may not actually be dead. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. That's a spoiler for basically any slasher movie out there, any slasher movie franchise, especially long-running ones like we're here to talk about this week. So if you haven't listened to one of our shows before, what we do on this program, on this podcast, is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. And we're back again. We're going back right into the Halloween franchise with the upcoming 13th installment, lucky number 13th installment, Halloween Ends. We talked about this movie all the way back in 2021, I believe, when we talked about Halloween Kills. We said that the sequel Halloween Ends was coming up the following year. And it's finally time. The Halloween season is upon us in more ways than one. We're talking about spooky movies that are actually scary or we're actually scared to watch. And this movie may be a combination of the two, depending on how you feel about the previous installment. So, of course, this goes without saying. This is a direct sequel to Halloween Kills. And this is the third installment in the new sort of rebooted Halloween series. This is the third time that this series has been rebooted. I mean, in a way, it's the fourth if you count the first one as oh, you're right. part of the chronology. So this new series, if you haven't listened it to our previous confusing. episode, please go back and listen to our Halloween Kills episode if you haven't listened to that one already, because in that one we go more in depth into our histories and our connection with the 2018 movie as well as the original 1978 movie. We're not going to redo that here because presumably you've already listened to it. But as Manny D was just explaining... Halloween 2018, the part of this new reboot series that, that kicked off this whole this whole adventure, is a direct sequel to 1978's Halloween, the original installment, and it ignores all of the sequels, and now it has sequels all of its own, so yes. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. They're doing like a tight little three-movie arc, and this is the last movie that Blumhouse is producing before the rights return over to Mustafa Ricard, which is interesting because he's been dead for years. <laughs> I'm presuming it's the Ricard estate. So, Matty D, as I mentioned earlier, we've already talked about our histories with the Halloween franchise in our Halloween Kills episode, but now that you've seen Halloween Kills... Yes, I have. What was your history with that movie? What are your thoughts and feelings about Halloween Kills? My my history with it. Yeah, let's not go too in-depth because we're going to save that for our actual spoilers episode, but I think it's important for this episode to say just generally what our thoughts are on the previous instalment. Yeah, I well, as we spoke about in our previous Halloween episode, I watched the 2018 one for mm. the show. I wasn't really looking forward to it and was pleasantly surprised with it. So Yeah, I, I was I, exactly the same. I took away from that. I was like, wow. And we were hyped for the sequel because we were like, Very that 2018 hyped. movie was so good in our opinion Very that hyped. like, how can they go wrong with Halloween Kills? Yeah, yeah. And I remember they made the 2018 movie and they said if it was successful, then they would do two movies afterwards. That's and right. So yeah. it just so happens it was successful. Yeah, it was massively successful. Maybe unfortunately because <laughs> then, it made, oh. then it made this sequel. I know your feelings about it because you gave me a lot of warning about yes. uh, Halloween Kills. And when I sat down and watched it, I was expecting it to be bad, but I didn't I didn't hate it, I gotta say. Wow, okay. I didn't hate it. So you it got was, no taste in movies whatsoever. It was, it was, <laughs> I, thought, I think I set the bar for you really low. So uh because I went into that movie, I've got to say, I watched that movie when it came out in cinemas. I was so hyped for it. Actually, no, I didn't watch it in cinemas. I watched it on Peacock because it was streaming directly to Peacock on yeah. you know day one. Watched it on the cock. But yeah. I was so, yeah, you know, in more ways than one. But uh, I was so hyped for that movie. 
expectations were so high for me just because I really liked the previous movie. I'd watched it the week before for the first time. I was so excited to see that sequel that just everything in the movie let me down. And so to you, for years, I've just been saying, well, for the last year, I've been like, Halloween Kills was so bad. Yes. You're not going to enjoy it at all. So the bar was so low for you that anything was just going to be an upward yeah, step. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you've been telling me, oh, this movie is going to be so terrible. Like, you're, it's going to be a struggle to watch this movie. And also, the week prior, I just watched Antebellum again. So, like... Oh, okay. Anything looks good. <laughs> anything looks good. But I tell you what, as a Halloween movie, terrible. Absolutely terrible. Tonally, I, I'll, I think we'll talk about it when we actually cover it, but yeah. it was just tonally so weird. It was, to me... Who was the main character in that movie? Uh, Michael Myers? <laughs> he was, he was, it was barely like, in it. It was a collection of short films, basically. He was barely in it. Yeah, tonally, it was all over the place. And it kind of felt to me to be more like a comedy. So yeah. It was a violent comedy. And when I started watching it- Isn't as- that right, little John? <laughs> and big John. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and as, as soon as I started watching it as a, as a violent comedy, I had more fun with it, even okay. though it wasn't funny. So you funny. wanted to laugh at it. Yeah. Well, it is written by Danny McBride, famous uh, comedian. So. It was- It was. I just- I found it fun to watch just because of how insane it was, in the sense of like just how all over the place it was, how the acting was like all over the top yeah. and how- Things were played for laughs. and Characters who clearly died in the previous installment were just miraculously <laughs> back alive. Yes. And then Michael Myers is so brutal killing off characters we don't know. But then as soon as it comes to a character we recognize, he's just like, oh, I'll leave them alone for now. Yeah. It was kind of like watching something so bizarre that you couldn't help be invested in. It was just like, oh, what is going to happen next? Yeah. I have no idea where this movie's going. And they spent so long chasing around that random mental patient who clearly wasn't Michael Myers, <laughs> thinking he was Michael Myers. They invested so much time into that plot line. And what happened to him? He jumped out a window. Oh, that's right. He did and jump he, out a window. His brains got splattered. Everyone, everyone was like, hold on. That's not Michael Myers. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. I could have told you that 20 minutes and ago. And the mob and saved mentality, like, they, they, they're just like, just <laughs> like bashing up everything. He's like a short, he's like a five foot two fat guy. And they're like, is that Michael Myers? Yeah. We all know what he looks like. Yeah. They, is that Michael Myers? They killed the penguin. There's, yeah. a scene, there's a scene where there's like, they're running up the stairs chasing yeah, the penguin, Michael Myers. And like a doctor just shoves one of the characters to the ground for no reason at all. And then everyone trips over her. And I was like, what is going on in this movie? But she's behind the crowd. She's trying to chase after the not Michael Myers character. And And then somehow catches up with him. Ends up beating them to the the insane (laughs) guy. How? And that's what was fun about that movie. I was just sitting there watching it, just like scratching my head going like, what the hell is going on? Do you remember when they finally caught up with Michael Myers? There was a big lynch mob and they finally caught up with Michael Myers and everyone brought like weapons from home. There was a woman <laughs> holding like an iron, like a clothing iron. I didn't notice the iron. She was in the- what are you going to do with that lady? Iron his overalls? Tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of Hocus Pocus, if I'm to be completely honest with you. Wow, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah like Total Mess doesn't make a lot of sense. Oh, come in between on, let's not scenes. shit on Hocus Pocus. Not in- but it ends up being fun because it's campy. Yeah, it was campy. I didn't find Halloween Kills fun at all, I've got to say. I did oh, not no. enjoy any minute of it. It was so disconnected. Like everything was, like I said, it was a collection of short films featuring Michael Myers. Like, it was chaos. Here's like Big John and Little John. They get killed by Michael Myers. Here's an old couple, a sweet old couple with their new drone. They get killed by Michael Myers. I forgot about them. Here's some random kids in the park who are dick. They get killed by Michael Myers. Actually, no, they run away. Yeah, it felt he's, like it was written like by a, a whole doctor, bunch. a sexy doctor and a sexy nurse. Yeah, they what? get killed by Michael Myers. <laughs> it, it really did feel like it was written by many different people, or at least like made by many. Well, different Well, it was written people. by David Gordon Green and Danny McBride. Surprisingly enough, who wrote Halloween 2018. So I'm, I'm completely surprised that the movie has a completely different tone. And they're so heavy-handed with the exposition in that movie as well. Like every scene is just them literally explaining what happened in either in the 1978 movie 
or the 2018 movie. Yeah. I'm like, just fucking watch those movies. You don't have to explain everything. Yeah. And they had flashbacks to 1978 that didn't make any sense at all and didn't fit into the original movie at all yes. either. Yeah. Oh my God, let's move on. We're going to do this. We're going to cover yeah, this in a future it, yeah, episode. Yeah, it's just bizarre because like the 2018 one was so close to the original and then the, this one, Halloween Kills, was just discarded everything. Yeah, and a lot of Crazy. the stuff that we predicted didn't end up being in the movie. I think Crazy. that was another element that uh, disappointed me as well. Yeah. Because we were so sure with a lot of elements with what was going to happen in that Halloween Kills installment. But yeah, a lot of stuff didn't end up panning out. And I was just like, huh, I feel like what we came up with was better (laughs) and would have made more sense. But, you know, a nonsensical movie we're never going to predict. No. So that's why we're here to talk about Halloween Ends, the follow-up to Halloween Kills. Now, they said already in the the lead up to this movie coming out that this movie is going to be a lot more grounded than Halloween Kills was. It's gonna, <laughs> Believe us, guys. It's going to be focused. They said it's going to be more of like a, a character piece. <laughs> Who? Michael Myers? I think they're going to focus more on our main characters. They're going to focus on, on Allison, Laurie. on Laurie, and you know maybe Michael Myers as a character as well. Hopefully not. No one needs to know more about him. He's more scary if you don't know his backstory, as the you know Rob Zombie Halloween movies taught us. But yeah, so, sorry, I don't actually know if this is going to be encouraging or discouraging to you at all, Matty D, but Jamie Lee Curtis actually described the movie as shocking and will, quote, make people angry. Make people angry? Yeah. What could that possibly mean? That's interesting. That is really interesting because that's not something you would say if you wanted to promote the movie. Yeah, it's shocking and will make you angry. So I'm like, all right, that gives me the perfect outline for my plot. That tells me absolutely everything I need to know. I think I know what they mean. I think I know what she means at least. So she's gonna. She's essentially telling us that the movie's gonna be bad, <laughs> or they're gonna do something that's very controversial. Controversial. Yeah, yeah. I, that's more likely. But interestingly enough, if you remember to our previous Halloween Kills episode, in the lead up to that, the the press previews had come out for the movie, and everyone said it was really bad. So I think we should have heeded the warning there. <laughs> yes. And if you remember as well, in that episode, I said because the press had said that the the movie was so bad and unoriginal, I used that in my plot, and I said I just wrote a really bad plot. Uh huh. And use elements from previous movies. I feel like that really helped me out a lot. So I did the exact same thing this episode. <laughs> you wrote a really bad so I went against all my better judgments and just was just like, what would they do in a really shitty Halloween movie? I know because I just watched Halloween Kills and I've seen like Halloween Resurrection, Halloween 5, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So I know what they do in bad Halloween movies. So I just regurgitated a lot of plot points from those movies and just did everything that they do in stupid horror movies. And that makes sense because the promotion for this movie, there's been so little out there. There's one- Well, what do we know about the movie so yeah, far? Let's get into it. Well, there's one teaser trailer. And it has nothing in it. It has nothing in it. It has a lot of flashbacks from the 1978 movie. That's right. It has a scuffle between Laurie and Michael in, in a house. And that's it. That's that's all there is. And we have a little bit of a bio that you can find about what the movie's about, what the basic plot or the basic start of the movie is about. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. All we have to go on is what happened in Halloween Kills, which I have a feeling that they're going to try to distance themselves Absolutely. from that movie. So that's not even helpful. Well, in the start of the synopsis, by the way, I have Universal's official synopsis right here. I'll read it to you. But in the start of the synopsis, they're already distancing themselves from Halloween Kills. Four years! With a time jump. So it starts off, it says... Four years after the events of last year's Halloween Kills, Laurie is living with her granddaughter, Allison, and is finishing writing her memoir. Michael Myers hasn't been seen since his last brutal rampage. Laurie, after allowing the spectre of Michael to determine her drive and her reality for decades, has decided to liberate herself from fear and rage and embrace life. But when a young man, Corey Cunningham, son of Richie Cunningham from Happy Days, (laughs) 
is accused of killing a boy he was babysitting, it ignites a cascade of violence and terror that will force Laurie to finally confront the evil she can't control once and for all. Halloween ends. Yes, it does. And so, as I mentioned, that is the official synopsis from so, U- Universal. That gives us more information than any other source that we have. Absolutely. But how weird is it? Because Halloween Kills ended with a cliffhanger. Michael Myers is alive. He killed That's a bunch right. of our main characters. So, he killed Allison's mum and he killed Laurie's daughter. Uh, what was her name? Karen. Yeah, so assuming- In a surprise scene. Yeah, so it, it really- everyone was obsessed with this fucking window in Michael Myers' house for some reason. Yeah. There's always a moment like where the characters go up and just stare at the window for no reason. Symbolic, Kieran, symbolic. I guess because it was like Michael looking at his reflection, <laughs> thinking about himself. And then so Alison went and looked at her reflection and then Michael- So not Alison. Karen looks at her reflection in the window and then Michael like creeps up behind her, even though he was like stabbed a hundred times in the previous scene. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, it was all symbolic, right? So yeah, he, I don't they, know they why you would a, go- You were saying they, they killed a bunch of our main characters. Yeah, well, it would seem like the, the movie symbolism's just- not important. They're not going to go back to that. <laughs> the, it, would, it feels like the movie should have just picked up where it left off. But I think because yeah, absolutely. That last movie was such a mess. The longest like, night ever. Fuck it. This seems to be something they do in Halloween all the time. Is they fuck it up and then they go, "All right, scrap it. Back to the drawing board." Back to 1978. Let's let's focus on that more. Yeah, that's something they do time and time again. That's probably something they're going to do again after this movie. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, they could just go all out and just be like, whatever. We'll just throw whatever out there and it doesn't matter if it's good or bad because we know that there's going to be another Tell you what I thought future. would be really funny, and, yeah? and especially because there's no promotional material really about the about the plot of the movie. Mm. What if they made the movie, because it's Halloween 3, the technically the third <gasps> movie, of the, what if they made it like a Season of the Witch movie? Yes. <laughs> Imagine that. So Michael Myers is not in it at all. It's, it's about evil masks that turn you into bugs and snakes when you that, listen to a commercial. That was going to be my original plot. I was like, and that would make people angry. Those masks were actually in Halloween Kills. I know, I remember. Did you pay attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about it in the yeah, plot. that's right. And they're actually in the movie, but yeah. So I don't think they're going to go back to that. And if they're smart, they're not going to do another. That would be actually no. I tell ballsy. you, what, at this point, I would prefer a Halloween <laughs> three over a sequel to Halloween Kills. To be honest, could you imagine if they did that? Ah, oh, I would actually kind of be impressed. Yeah, ballsy is right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, maybe they should do that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm actually keen to hear what you actually have. But before we get into our plot predictions, let's talk about who's in this movie. There's a lot of returning characters, so you've got to be familiar with these characters if you're going to follow along at home with us. So, of course, returning as Laurie Strode, the main character from most of the Halloween movies, yes, is Jamie Lee Curtis. And returning as the character of Alison Nelson is Andy Matichek. She, of course, is Laurie's granddaughter. And returning as Michael Myers, aka The Shape, is James Jude Courtney. We don't really need to talk about him because he's just playing a a voiceless character, essentially, wearing a mask. Could be anybody under there. And returning as Deputy Frank Hawkins. Yes, he's still alive, is Will Patton. Do you remember him in the last movie? I certainly do. (laughs) He was there. He died in the 2018 movie, quite clearly, and then suddenly, like, he was all right. He was in hospital. And and why why did they bring him back? Why did they bring him back? There was no reason for him to be back. Oh, he didn't do anything. No, he was just like Laurie Strode. He spent the whole movie in hospital. Yeah. So he's, he's going to really redeem himself in this movie. He's got big shoes to fill in this movie. His whole character arc that they set up in the last two movies is going to round out this time. Because <laughs> he stupidly shot his friend, his policeman friend, at the start of Halloween Kills. And he's going to redeem himself. So returning is the character of Lindsay Wallace, who of course is the grown-up version of the girl that Laurie babysat in the 1978 movie, is Kyle Richards. She did nothing in the previous movie as well. She got bonked against a car and got knocked out and spared by Michael Myers. Yeah. And some new characters that we have, uh, well, sorry, the only new character that we have so far playing the character of Corey Cunningham is Rowan Campbell, who played minor characters in Supernatural and iZombie. He's never really had a starring role, so this is his big breakout performance. And 
writer Danny McBride is rumoured to have a cameo in the movie as well. Oh, is he? So I've worked him into my plot. I did not think of that. I'll try to work him into mine. Yeah, well, there you go. So which one of us is going to go first? Oh. I think I went first in the previous episode, so I think it's only right that you go first this time. All right. Okay, I'll go straight into it. So here's what I think is going to happen on Halloween ends. I think we're going to open up with seeing... uh, It's going to start with a childhood flashback. Childhood flashback. I mean, the previous movie did. Well, Nick Castle is cast as Both previous movies started with childhood flashbacks, actually. They did. I'm not Technically speaking. I mean, it it makes sense to start with a childhood flashback. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that. Okay. You've got to start with a scare, right, though? Yeah. Okay. The last movie didn't, but yeah, I'm going to start with a scare. (laughs) Well, I was pretty scared. (laughs) I'm going to say, especially rewatching it. So we're going to see, uh, is it Haddonfield? It is Haddonfield. Yeah, Haddonfield, yeah. Uh, On Halloween night, and we're going to meet Corey, our new character, Corey Cunningham. Oh, interesting. He's babysitting a small boy and telling him the story about Michael Myers. It's kind of in bad taste, but whatever. Oh, well, he's kind of giving him uh, like a Halloween story. Four years ago, all these people got (laughs) murdered brutally. Like half the town got murdered brutally. The story of Michael Michael Myers is kind of like folklore now. Yeah, it's a legend. Folklore, it's fact. It happened four years ago. Well, you know, it's got got like a legendary status behind it. The folklore of Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) He captures uh, the audience as well as this small boy on the history of Michael Myers, including the events of Halloween Kills. But maybe they might just brush over that. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. And the intention is to scare the boy, right? He's like giving him a spooky story. So Corey ends the story saying Michael disappeared after killing the survivors and hasn't been seen since. Uh, While this is happening, we're going to see a first-person shot, like a first-person view of someone watching them from outside with heavy breathing. Oh, dear. It's Matty D on the podcast. It's me on the podcast. Uh, So Corey leaves to get the boy a glass of water that he asks for. And when he comes back, he drops the glass in shock when he realizes the boy has been horribly murdered. Oh, no. Now, we won't see the body, but Corey's reaction will make us realize what happens. I know, I know, people. Michael Myers doesn't kill kids, but he has in the previous movies, so... Yeah, he tried to kill Jamie Lloyd in several movies. Yeah, so so we're throwing the rule book out. And he did, actually, unfortunately, he did uh, rape her in a deleted scene as well. Oh, really? Which I thought was a bit Jesus. on the nose. That is a lot. So and impregnated her and they had an incest baby. <laughs> That's true. What's the previous Halloween movies? <laughs> the bad ones. What insane, what insanity this so is. So that was the one with Paul Rudd in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul Rudd is trying to protect the incest baby through the whole movie. I think I vaguely remember this. Oh, got to win. Back to your plot, sorry. Went to a crazy place, these Halloween back movies. Back to a, a, like a worse movie, potentially. No, a better movie. Shut up. Could you Don't judge too harshly. I'm not judging you, I'm judging the movie. <laughs> So we're going to have our title scene. Now, I know the title scene always had something spectacular with pumpkins. So I wanted to have a stab at what it might be. So Uh, nice pun. I thought, thank you. I I was thinking like it could be the pumpkin rotting slowly like the original movie as in the the 2018 movie. But instead of being in reverse, it's going forward. (laughs) It's symbolic of this franchise. (laughs) Well, it's it's symbolic of Michael Myers because, you know, I thought the 2018 one was Michael Myers coming back from the dead. By the way, I totally called the title sequence in that previous movie. You did. How good was that? You did. Well done, I'm hoping for a two for this week. (laughs) Uh, So I... I kind of thought that maybe it might be the the pumpkin rotting because it's yeah, Michael Myers. Maggots hit, hit, come out of it. Dead. Yes, maggot co- comes out of it. I also thought it could be the pumpkin and then photos of the original cast. That you are said that dead. last time and it didn't work out. I know. Don't do it. Don't I do know. It. I know. It didn't with, work out for you last time. With I'm the last my foot down. Don't do it. With the last one being Laurie. But I think I'm going to just stick with a safe bet, which is the pumpkin rotting. I don't think they'll do anything too extravagant. Maybe it's the pumpkin looking at its reflection in the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important. Cue. While the audience leaves slowly. <laughs> it's very important. All right. So 
Now, we're going to flash to, this is four years after the events, I, I think that goes yeah. without saying, four years after the events of well, the said it. last uh, Halloween movie, but we're going to see Laurie, she's relaxing in a, in a house out of town, out of Haddonfield. Mm. I, I thought, why would she be in Haddonfield when there's so much you know, trauma, trauma attached yeah. to it? She's an idiot. Makes no sense. She's typing a memoir about her life. So Alison is with her, and we see that they're pretty content with life, although yep. they know Michael Myers is still alive and still potentially, potentially out there. Yeah. But they got to move on, you know? Now, originally, I thought that Allison would see Corey on TV. Okay. And that's how she'd and fall in out, love with him. And Yeah, and that's how she'd figure out that Michael Myers killed the boy that Corey's being accused of killing. But looking at the fact that, as you just said, Allison is- They're in a relationship. Yeah. Allison and Corey are in a relationship. I think it makes more sense that Corey has been arrested for the murder of this small boy that he was babysitting, mm. and he calls Allison and says, help. Okay, yeah, fair I'm, enough. I'm in jail. She so. rushes off to, to see Exactly, exactly. So- they go and Laurie and Allison go to jail to to visit Corey and they go back to Haddonfield, which they don't really want to do. Uh, Allison- oh, okay, so this this whole circumstance brings them back from out of town. Yes. Okay, that's actually very smart. Yes. Uh, so Allison goes down to see Corey. He, he has a cheap lawyer who's trying to talk him through this Joel case. Goodman is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Corey's not going to have a lot of money, right? So he's just got some shyster who's just like, here, yeah. you got to say this, you got to say that. Corey is understandably freaked out. Uh, he and Allison embrace, and Corey explains what happened. Allison will put together that it has all the characteristics of a murder done by the shape known as Michael Myers. Mm. Now, I think it's a good time now to have some Michael Myers shenanigans. I think there will be a scene, <laughs> I'm taking this from all the other movies, at, at night in a park somewhere where some obnoxious teens are being <laughs> drunk and misbehaving. Sitting on the swing set, abusing <laughs> random passerbys. Michael will appear, freak them out, and kill them brutally. By the way, just another prediction is that Michael's mask will continually deteriorate during the course of this movie as it has through the whole trilogy, yeah. symbolic of Michael aging. That's what I thought it was, right? It's like he's he's mm-hmm. getting older himself. The mask isn't perfect. Right, I see. So, just like in Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. No. <laughs> just, okay. Yeah, but yes, yes, it is. It is essentially the same thing. Laurie's with Allison. She sort of drove her into the station. She's not talking to Corey, but she decides to visit Frank Hawkins. They agree. <laughs> How are you alive? <laughs> Frank, you, you like- were stabbed in the neck about four or five times with a scalpel, and then you were run over. Your head was run over by a car, <laughs> and you were left for dead for hours, yet you still survived. This is the twist, Kieran. Frank has the same powers of, as Michael Myers. Oh, my God. So, Frank needs to kill Michael Myers. They're going to have a big showdown. They're just ah. going to start killing each other. I think you've cracked it. Yeah, there you go. Because there's a scene in Halloween Kills where Frank goes, it's not you that has to kill him, Laurie. And we don't know who he's saying that about, but it could be it's him. him. Yeah, it's him. it's him the whole it's time. Him. It's like, I can't die. Imagine that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Don't think it's going to happen, though. No. Did you like the bit in Halloween Kills, by the way? I can't get off that fucking movie. <laughs> he, he shoots his friend, the other police officer. Yes. And then Frank, like, chases, like, Michael Myers is standing there for ages. And then, like, Michael Myers just literally walks past him. He's like, see you later. And then Frank's, like, chasing him, shooting at him, missing every it's single the worst shot. aim ever, <laughs> yes. Like, bullets are just going miles away from uh, Michael Myers' head. And Michael Myers just doesn't care. Just He's just casually doofy. <laughs> strolling away. And then he stops him from killing Michael as well. So, it's a whole big... <laughs> Oh, big thing. Yeah. And that oh great God. Dr. Loomis scene as well. Yeah, the CGI Dr. Loomis. <laughs> he just came Again, there, I predicted. Came, you did predict that, to be fair. I, did, I don't know if you predicted him to come back and just be like, what's going on here? Yeah. And well, I said that leave. Dr. Loomis would appear as CGI and lure Michael into a trap, which, which basically does. happens. So, which yeah. he does. Can't wait to get to that episode. Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming. But anyway, back to this plot. So, they, they both agree, that's Frank and Laurie, that Michael is back. They realise that these killings would have been Michael, even though everyone thinks it's Corey. 
And she'll hear, Laurie that is, will hear over the police radio that there's been a murder in the park. So one of the radios that the officers has like goes off that there's been some disturbance in the park. Mm-hmm. And that'll prompt her and Frank to go there. She advises Allison to stay there. And for at the police station? Yeah, stay at the police okay. station. And she wants to too because she wants to be with Corey and she and Laurie believes it's safer there. Okay. Well, so she thinks. Mm. Laurie goes to the park. Uh, there's a few police officers there and we see some bodies left in a gruesome display. Maybe so the sheriff from the previous movie is going to turn up. Sheriff useless, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. I like to call him. Any any of the sheriffs, who cares? And, you know, maybe the, all, the, all the bodies have like the masks on again. <laughs> They'll just recycle I hope that. they have a scene where they tell like Alison, like Michael Myers has returned and she goes, what? <laughs> I hope so too Michael Myers is alive What? Laurie starts looking around And there's going to be a jump scare Where they think they see Michael They think they're going to run into Michael But it turns out to be Lindsay Who's doing Lindsay the same Lindsay Buckingham Yeah Who? Wait, no, that's not her name, is it? Yeah Is it Lindsay Buckingham? Okay, yeah. cool I thought, Sorry, it's Lindsay Wallace Yes My I, bad I was like, who? Um, and she's do, she's doing the same thing as Laurie they, They've both heard the same thing and Where did both... I get Lindsay Buckingham from? <laughs> I don't know She might be a singer <laughs> But they, they're both attracted to the sort of tracking Michael down And they do, they both want to find him and kill him for good Evil dies tonight Oh, no, please don't Evil <laughs> dies tonight <laughs> They just keep chanting that over and over again I think I, what I loved about that movie oh. is that he started that chant, and no one was along. Like no one was on board with it at the start. He's like, "Evil dies tonight." Yeah, yeah. E- evil. T- everybody, this, evil uh, dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. It took a while this was, for them to uh, be Tommy, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Tommy. Tommy, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm, what so, a, I'm so glad he's not returning for this movie. What a great, useful character that turned out to be. That <laughs> yeah. did absolutely nothing. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. Evil dies tonight. Everyone was obsessed with that whole evil dies tonight, and <laughs> pushed them to kill an innocent man. Yes. And they all looked around being like, what have we done? Yeah. We had a catchy no, they slogan. Said, they said, what have we done actually in the movie? <laughs> I guess, you know. Oh, and there was the great moment. I, we just want, People just raided do- the Capitol. I mean, this the mob mentality can happen. They were so lucky that that plot like coincided with the, the Capitol raid. Like They were so lucky because they made the movie before that happened. Yeah. They were so lucky that that happened. But anyway. <laughs> they were lucky. That's, yeah. So just to go back to the Halloween Kills for a second as yes. well. Did you like the bit how they said twice in the movie, it's like, Maybe we're the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Michael did this to us. He made us all stupid. <laughs> Make us all yeah, it was behave Michael. irrationally. Yeah, anyway, back to your Michael plot. did not give a fuck in that movie. <laughs> no. uh, he was barely in it anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to my movie. So at the police station, Allison is sitting in like a waiting room. Some lights flicker mm. and behind a guard who's sort of Behind his little booth thing, Michael appears. So it's separated by glass or mesh. Yeah, Michael drives a car into it, and just after saying "I'll be back," and slams <laughs> in him, just like in the first Terminator movie. Yeah, and then he goes on a rampage in the police station, just like the first Terminator movie. Is that right? Is that where you're going? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. So Michael appears and brutally kills the guard. He mm-hmm. stares at Allison, who's scared. Uh, but you know they're physically separated, so he can't get to her. But instead of going after her, which is what we as the audience think, he slowly starts walking in the direction Corey is. And she's like, oh, oh no, okay. I need to save Corey. So Allison will attempt to fish the keys out of the guard's pockets in a high-stress scene and is successful in doing that. Just as Michael is about to get close to Corey, who is in a holding cell, Allison opens the door, 
of the holding cell bashes Michael over the head with a nightstick mm-hmm. that she took from the cop as well. She says, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> they escape and steal a police car. They'll also oh, be- Oh, wow. And then Michael comes out and he starts chasing them <laughs> on foot. Yes. And then he leaps onto the back of the car with his knife. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Now, there's going to be a high-stress situation. You know, the typical ones in these movies that happened in the last few where they're trying to fumble with the keys and get the car started. Of course. Yeah, yeah course I've seen Terminator 2 as well. Of course that happens. And uh, there'll also be a bit where Michael's hand goes through the window and he tries to grab Corey. but yep, just they, like in Terminator 2. They drive off and wow, okay. narrowly escape. This isn't just happening. And this- his knife is like embedded in the back of the car and like she leans back and pulls it out and throws it. And, and, like- and it becomes liquid, yeah. yeah it absorbs Look, into Michael's foot. That didn't just happen on Terminator 2. I mean, there's been other movies yeah, where It did happen happened. in Halloween as well, don't, yeah. don't forget. Yeah, yeah. So... Laurie tells, this is back with Laurie um, in the park area. Laurie tells Lindsay that she knows Michael and she feels he won't stop killing until all the survivors are dead. That's just going to be. Lindsay says, Why did he take a break for four years then? That is what I think too. I have no idea why he's been stagnant for four years. I think they're going to work it into some anniversary bullshit. I think it's going to be around Halloween night that this is happening because that's when he kills. Because right. remember when he was, um, you know, he 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 goes dormant for a while. He just goes. That's right, yeah. He goes into a vegetable. So he state. went dormant when he was a child. He went dormant after 1978 when he was put in the mental institution, and then he presumably has gone dormant again now. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be a case of like he's gone dormant and then he comes back for- He likes to have a break. He likes to think about what he's going to do next. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, everybody needs a little break, a little vacation. He's he's gone to, uh, you know, the Bahamas and he's just chilling out. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like uh, Thomas Harris writing the Silence of the Lambs books. It takes him like 12 years <laughs> to write each installment. But they're going to say something like, this is the anniversary. This is the full moon of the something of the something. There's going to be yeah, some whatever. reason why it's taken him the four years. The cult of the ram's head finally makes a big return. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, so uh, in their discussion as well, they'll say brute force won't kill him because that's what they learned from the last movie. You've got to learn something from the last movie and it's that brute force won't kill him. They have to work together. Love is the answer. Love is the answer. Okay, they've just got to hug him. (laughs) Yeah. He'll start crying. And he's like, a tear will come down. No, it'll be, everybody will start singing carols and like- Oh, okay. And Michael Myers from his little tower- (laughs) will hear it and be like, they're actually singing. (laughs) Well, I, I bet we just don't give a fuck this episode. <laughs> um, we're so- defeated. We saw Antebellum last week, and then we saw Halloween Kills right crushed after us. it. We're crushed. crushed us. So I thought the scene in the trailer where we see Corey getting attacked by Michael Myers would happen in a like large- a sewer? A large sewer. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me, but it doesn't make sense for this him to go to a sewer. smells like Halloween Kills. <laughs> but thank you for going Halloween Kills and not Antebellum. But yeah, that's, what sure. I, that's where I would have gone. But I think I think more likely it's just going to be underneath an old bridge. That's where it's going to okay, be. Okay, sure. So that's where the architecture is. In a culvert, right? Huh? In a culvert. What's a culvert? That's a space under a bridge. Is it really? Yeah. I did not know that. I just thought that was a walkway. <laughs> sure. Okay. A so, it's called a, so underneath a bridge is called a culvert. That's right. Huh. <laughs> that's cool. Welcome back to Bridge Talk. <laughs> Can we do a, Let's move on. Can we do a podcast called Bridge Talk where we just talk about culverts? <laughs> wow. Yeah. After you finish this episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they've left the car. They're, they're tr- checking stuff out. They're trying to... F- Al- Alison will leave because she thinks Michael Myers is out there. Michael Myers will appear and try to kill Corey. In the culvert. 
in the culvert. That's right. Yeah, he, and, and he'll strangle Corey to death and Allison will manage to escape. Now, I thought Frank and Lindsay might Did die. Did you say that he strangles Allison to death? Strangles Corey to death. Oh, okay. So, Corey dies. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Allison is the one who escapes. Corey dies at Okay, this point. Yep, there you go. And we all ask what he was doing in the movie in the first place. Now, I thought Frank and Lindsay, okay. <laughs> Frank and Lindsay might die, but I think... Okay, I was going to say, what happened to the whole storyline where Corey was accused of murdering the child? So, it was actually Michael who, cho- who killed the child. Yes. So, you're confirming that now because yes, we didn't actually is. know at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, okay. it was Michael that killed the child. Okay, sure. Imagine if it was just like Corey, just like, it was actually me the entire time. Twist. Don't discount that. Yeah, but yeah, it's gonna. Corey's gonna be strangled by Michael. It'd be cool actually if he was the bad guy. I didn't even think of that. But anyway, yeah, mm. he guys. Allison escapes. I, I think Frank and Lindsay will survive this movie, but will have a moment with Michael where they escape by the skin of their teeth. They they will avoid uh, sure. being killed. Sort of this will lead to the climax of the movie where Laurie will go to Michael's house, knowing he'll mi- most likely end up there, like every Halloween he always movie. does. In, in that's ever existed. They'll have a fight in Michael's house. Michael will try to... Put, I didn't know if this was Michael's house or not. I just assumed that. But Michael will tr- try to put Laurie's hand in a that waste disposal thing that they have. Garbage disposal in yep. the sink. Yep. Allison will come out from behind and stab Michael, helping her mother. Like- Grandmother. Her grandmother, sorry, not yeah. her mother. I mean, she she looks like she could be her mother. She looks great. Um, yeah. Well, interestingly enough, Michael did stab uh, Allison's mother in the back in the previous movie, so maybe this is revenge. Oh, yeah, it is. It is revenge. So, like my original prediction I did in Halloween Kills, I think Laurie will ultimately sacrifice herself to kill Michael. That's where this is all leading to. Um, in Halloween Kills, I said that she would throw herself out of like a, a multiple-story window and take Michael with her to... That happened in Halloween Resurrection. Death, I know, which is why I'm not going to do that, but also because he'd obviously survive that. Yeah. So, to tie it into what happened in the 2018 movie, I think what's going to happen is Laurie's going to burn Michael's house down with herself in it, okay, making yep. sure he burns alive, because like... They nearly killed him in the first one. They've got each other stabbed and they're like pinned in position. She's she's going to finish the job. I think more likely they're going to stab each other, stab each other, stab each other, and she's going to grapple him and hold him down as the fire, as like the house burns. Okay. So what Laurie's done, and we didn't know this at the time, is planted all this stuff that's going to burn the house down. She's going to fight Michael. Allison will help her. So you saw 2018 and were like, yep. let's do that again. Yep. Oh, but it, it, will, it won't be like a, a like a trap that she's putting him into. It's just like... She's thrown kerosene or something like Home Alone all over the place. Kerosene, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's holding Michael down. She says, she tells Allison to leave. She's going to kill Michael once and for all. There's going to be a tearful moment where Allison leaves her mother to die. Um, Laurie Stroh gives her the thumbs up as she leaves. <laughs> and, and then they lowered into molten metal. And Laurie, Laurie will hold Michael down. Michael's just going to stab her. She's going to be screaming in pain. She pulls off his mask. She's the one to hold Michael down, kiss him so hard. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Such an obscure reference. And then, the, and then the house will burn, killing them both. The next morning- Frank- Halloween ends. Yeah, Halloween ends. The next morning, Frank and- uh, Oh, I forgot he was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, he's there. Frank and the police will inspect the scene, identify Laurie and Michael's body. Frank will confirm that evil died. That night. <laughs> that <yeah>. night. Uh, <laughs> the Haddonfield citizens will do something with Michael's body, maybe tear it apart just so like it's, you know, maybe put it in a vault or something and just like- Yeah, maybe. They, they, they separate it into four pieces <laughs> and take it to like four different parts of the globe. Yeah, I think they'll do something like that just to make sure it's dead forever. And I think there'll be a scene where Lindsay and Frank will hold hands, or maybe everyone will put every like their arms around each other just to be like, it's Yahoo, over. It's over. Everyone will, everyone will, everyone we'll will be sing happy. carols. Yeah. So we're going to skip forward in time 
there'll be a scene that will echo the opening of the first movie. I think I said this in Halloween Kills, but I'm just going to recycle it now. God, you're doubling down. I'm doubling down, that's right. I, I figured they didn't do it in the last one, they're going to do it in this one. Kids are going to be walking around the streets to nice, peaceful music in Haddonfield. They're going to be trick-or-treaters. They'll come to the house that Alison is living in now, and she will greet them in a friendly She'll way. come out dressed as Michael Myers and go, Rah! Well, not her, but maybe one of the kids will have a costume that is reminiscent <laughs> of Michael Myers. It's Ben Tramer. He's back. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like just like a, a vague, like a subtle white mask and she is taken aback by it maybe but she goes uh she you know she treats the kids everything's really happy she goes back inside and looks at her mother's memoir that is now published the oh, title the title is the babysitter murders which the is title a- is evil dies tonight <laughs> which no the babysitter murders because okay. it's a throwback to the original title that the movie was sure. going to be called i thought that was clever well he did also murder another babysitter in this movie Corey. he did he did yeah so allison will say to herself well grandma I finally finished your book for you since she's the one that's going to get it published. Okay. She's going to Samwise Gamgee the end of the book. Halloween back again. <laughs> <laughs> a Babysitter Murder's Tale by Laurie. Um, and then she says... And then she says, well, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> but she says to herself, uh, but you finished your own story. And she'll close the book and we'll see Laurie on the front cover. And we zoom out of Haddonfield with nice music where everything seems peaceful. And um, what can I say? Evil wow. died. Wow. It's the only way I can see an ending. Nice, peaceful ending. Never seen a horror movie that ended like that, to be honest. How many tropes did the original movie... No, not the original movie, but how many tropes did the last movie maintain? Didn't start with a lot of lot of things. Didn't start with the scare, I don't remember. Mm. Broke a lot of rules. Well, given that it was 90% tropes, I'm going to have to disagree with you okay, there. Right. Since it was all reused plot elements from previous movies. The whole mob mentality, teaming up against Michael, you know, him not dying at the end. Oh, I could go on, but we're going to cover that in, a, in another episode. So let's get into what I predicted. Now, I actually enjoyed your plot a lot. Did you? Surprisingly. Thanks. I don't think it's going to happen in the movie, oh, but no. it was a nice little tale. I had no idea because there was no trailer to go off. Yeah. We virtually had to make this up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Manny <laughs> D. I made up everything in my <laughs> I didn't take anything from the trailers. <laughs> well, I took a few key shots, but yeah. you know, I made every absolutely everything up. <laughs> you and me both. So, yeah, this is basically like a special episode. It is. It is exactly that. we have that. nothing to go on except yeah. for like the brief synopsis. Well, we know Corey babysitted a child that dies and he's accused yeah. of we it. We don't even know if it's a boy or a girl. No. I guess it's a boy, but it could be a girl. Yeah. We, yeah, we'll we have no idea. We have no idea. And that last movie gave us nothing too. Yeah. As in Halloween true. Kills. That's true. Maybe we should make it interesting. So, when we do our, our actual spoilers episode for this episode. Yeah. Anything we double down on. So anything that we predicted last time that didn't happen, that we predict again this time will happen, we should get like double two points. We get four points. So the thing that you double down on, if that happens in this movie, you're going to get four points. And anything I double down on in my plot- (laughs) You're doubling down on stuff? Nice. I absolutely am. It's going to give us four points instead of two. And it's going to make us happy about the movie no matter how, like, what quality it is. Yeah, because in all fairness, we we predicted it two years prior, so- Well, a year. Oh, a year prior, sorry. So that's- that's good. So, let's get straight into what I think is going to happen in Callowin Hills. Now, in Hall- 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 Callowin Hills? <laughs> in what I- that sounds like an estate, <laughs> like they retired to Callowin Hills. Hills. Yeah. So, I originally thought that the movie would open with Laurie Strode being killed off in the opening scene by Michael Myers, but they already did that in Halloween Resurrection, so I don't think they're going to do it again here. So, I essentially thought how the, the trailer opens is how the movie was going to open, but I think that's silly. Why would they do that? So, uh, instead, I think that the movie is going to open with a flashback. A childhood flashback. Not really. So the movie is going to open with a flashback to the end of the previous movie, Halloween Kills, where we briefly see the aftermath of how the movie ended. (laughs) Flush. Yeah. (laughs) 
Exactly. So in the hospital where most of the characters from the previous movie spent 90% of the time, we're, we're reintroduced to Laurie Strode and her granddaughter, Alison. The two learn about the death of their mother, Karen, and of course, Alison is going to go, what? <laughs> oh, she doesn't know her mother is dead. That's true. Yeah. So their, their daughter slash mother, Karen from the previous movie, from the useless Sheriff Barker. Completely useless character. Don't know why they keep bringing him back into these movies. So Laurie and Allison are defeated by the news and Laurie is attended to by Dr. Mathis, who was mentioned in the previous movie, Halloween Kills. Yes, and we he's never in saw this him. movie. I couldn't work That's him right. in. So the couple who were at the Halloween party dressed as a doctor and a nurse, they mentioned Dr. Mathis. They say that we're going to punch Dr. Mathis in the face. No, she says, you know, you're going to go in tomorrow. You're going to punch Dr. Mathis in the face. So obviously he works at the hospital. So he's just going to be like, hi, I'm Dr. Mathis. <laughs> that story, that circle is now closed. <laughs> What a weird bunch of characters those two, by the way. Yeah. I don't know what their deal was. Well, they were in Halloween 2018, and so they, they just came back into I Halloween don't, I Kills. don't remember them in 2018. They were very briefly in the movie. Right. So they just they showed them going to the bar that they're in in Halloween Kills. Okay. So it was just they were just picking up a loose plot point. Right. So meanwhile, a teenage Corey Cunningham is hanging around an old stormwater drain, a culvert, if you like. <laughs> no, this is a stormwater drain. So, well, a culvert is a stormwater drain, but, you know, this is more like a sewer. Okay. But since I didn't think it was cool that he was hanging around in a sewer, I made it a stormwater drain. He lives in so the sewer. So there's no sewer. Corey lives in no, his he doesn't su- live there, but he hangs out there. He smokes cigarettes and he's being moody. Oh, so he's a bad boy. Yeah, exactly. He wears a leather jacket. He's a badass. He's he has complete, He's completely blissfully unaware that all this chaos is going on so in So he, he kind of hangs around with like at the same place as the, the kid, or sorry, the bad guy in uh, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. So all of a sudden, he runs into a bloody and beaten Michael Myers, who goes to attack him, but is too injured and defeated to kill Corey. So he jumps out, he goes to strangle him like we see in the trailer, but he just collapses on the ground instead. Corey freaks out and runs for his life. After this scare, we cut to opening credits, where we see the iconic jack-o'-lantern rising out of the ashes. So we see ashes to start with, and then from the ashes rises the jack-o'-lantern. It's It's like the phoenix. It died in the previous movie, it burnt in the previous movie, and now out of the ashes is a uh, a blackened and charred jack-o'-lantern. And that's how I think- Well, you you got it right last time, so maybe you got it right this time as well. I'm less confident this time. This time you're less confident. I mean, that's kind of very similar to what they did in the first one, but- as in the 2018 one, I've got to keep saying that. But maybe what they're going to be trying to do in this movie is going to be a lot of what they did in 2018. Yeah, so maybe most you're right. Likely. So, of course, the opening is scored with a new version of the John Carpenter theme, the classic John Carpenter theme. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, like, once it rises out of the ashes or blackened and burned, like, John Carpenter himself walks in and scoops it up and, like, dumps it in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Oh, dear. So, after the opening credits, we cut to present day, which, of course, is 2022. I think the only reason they put in a time jump is because, you know, the the release schedule of these movies was so all over the place that they're like, well, we have to keep it contemporary. So, let's just push it into 2022 so we're not stuck in 2018. I think I think the events of Halloween Kills has prompted a, a time jump, like a blimp, where everybody kind of disappears. Not a and blimp. Then, and then reappears, uh, you know, as like, you know, the same age. Perhaps. The, 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 the high school band just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Obscure reference, but whatever not that obscure (laughs) so halloween we're in 2022 and halloween night is approaching once again so nobody has seen michael myers in four years and most people just presume that he's dead but one person doesn't believe that he's truly gone and that's laurie who now lives with her granddaughter allison they live in Haddonfield, by the way. They don't live outside okay, of Haddonfield. Makes sense. Maybe they're staying there just in case Michael Myers comes back. It's well, kind of like the it thing, you know? Well, here's the reason. Since the death of her daughter and several of her friends, Laurie has decided not to live in fear and has embraced the horrors of her past by writing her memoirs, just like we heard in the synopsis. So she's not scared anymore. So Laurie feels that she's wasted most of her life by hiding in the shadow of Michael Myers and wants to start fresh as a liberated woman. Love it. 
And she's, you know, her therapy is by putting everything out on paper. You know, once it's down on paper, it's out of her mind. She can live the rest of her life happy-dappy. Yeah, even though the brief said that she is an alcoholic and suffers from post-traumatic Well, stress. no, they, they were saying that's what she was in the previous two movies. Ah, and then they, she- They weren't necessarily on. saying that's how it is in this one. So, she's, she's thrown all of that by this movie. Love it. So, Laurie knows that Michael is most likely still alive, but she tells Alison that she doesn't care if Michael comes for her again, but if he does, she'll be ready. She's like, you know, if he comes, he comes, but you know, I've got something waiting for him if he does. Didn't work for me last time, but whatever. I'm a liberated woman now. <laughs> so, Alison is now dating Corey, who Laurie doesn't approve of. She's like, oh, that, that guy who hangs out in the sewer. <laughs> That's Mom sewer is a rat. culvert. Come on. <laughs> There's no sewerage coming through there. So, Corey is a no hope of burnout. Uh, I'm imagining like high school dropout as well. Uh-huh. And he and Alison connected over their shared experience with Michael Myers. Uh, so, this happened before the, the Michael Myers sighting for Corey. No. Oh, why would it? Continue. <laughs> so, didn't you hear me say that when Corey ran into yes. Michael Myers, yes. it was in 2018, now yeah, we're yeah, in 2022? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She had a boyfriend in 2018, don't forget as yes. well, who got brutally killed in Halloween Kills. Yeah. So, she's, you know, she's on the rebound. She's, her standards are a little low. <laughs> this guy, she's like, he had a run-in with Michael Myers. I had a run-in with and Michael so Myers. so they bond over that. We connect. Project. That's cool. So, Alison naturally hates Michael for murdering all of her family and friends, with the exception of Laurie, of course, because don't forget, her father was also killed by Michael Myers. Yeah. Her boyfriend was killed by Michael Myers. Her boyfriend's dad was killed by Michael Myers. Everyone. All of her school friends were killed as well, let's not forget. But Corey has a weird respect for Michael Myers that borders on fascination. Okay. So, nothing really bad happened to Corey aside from him getting, like, the shit scared out of him. Yeah. But he's just like, you know, he respects Michael Myers, you know, in the same way that you might respect a shark. You know what I mean? Right. You can be scared of a shark, but you're like, I respect that they're dangerous. And he's like, he has all these questions for Allison. Because he was like, who was that guy? Like, Yeah, because I guess Allison knows Michael Myers a lot more. And even Laurie, maybe he's like yeah, exactly. trying to get to Laurie as well. So he often talks with Allison about her experiences with Michael as a way of filling in the audience with exposition. Mm-hmm. So she can explain to him everything that happened to her. Makes sense to, <laughs> totally. to keep the audience up to date. Totally makes sense. And it's played as like, oh, he's got this interest in Michael Myers. Because yeah. you know, to him, he's like an enigma and uh, he wasn't even aware of his existence until yeah. like he ran into him. Makes sense? Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a little sus look about me, this character. Look at me setting up dominoes. Here. Yeah, I can, I can tell. On Halloween night, Laurie is due to babysit a neighbourhood kid, but at the last minute, she decides she wants to spend time with Laurie. Okay. So, uh, Laurie, you know, she gets a, the jitters. She might have a, like a stiff drink on Halloween night just to sort of get over it. Corey, but, uh, can you do this for me? Corey helpfully offers to take her place as a babysitter, and Alison agrees. There makes you go. sense, makes sense. Around this point in the movie as well, we'll take several minutes of screen time to introduce characters we don't care about. <laughs> Only tagged as bodies for the slaughter. Definitely. Because, you know, I saw you Halloween got it. Kills. Got it. I saw Halloween Kills. I know how these things go. Now, I'm going to say that the child that Corey babysits is a boy just to avoid any sort of awkward implications because, you know, it's 2022. It's kind of frowned upon if, like, a male babysitter looks after, like, a female child. It's is just it? the world we live in. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, and I'm sure it does happen, but, you know, it's just in a movie like this, especially if Corey's going to be, like, accused of killing a child, I, th- I think the implications are kind of a little bit gross if it's a little girl. Okay. So, I think the audience would be more comfortable with it, not that more they'd be- More comfortable with child killing. should be comfortable with child murder, but they're <laughs> going to be more comfortable with right. the, a little boy dying. Maybe right. it's that, that <laughs> the kid from the previous two movies, you know, the, <laughs> yes. the sassy kid who uh, Alison babysits. We can't kill him off. He was great. <laughs> well, he'd be like an adult now yeah. anyway. It's been so long. Well, he'd be a teenager. Anyway. So, the boy is a total brat, and despite his best efforts, Corey doesn't get along with him at all. As trick-or-treaters begin roaming the neighbourhood, the boy settles in to watch a scary movie. The boy hears a sound from the next room, and he presumes it's Corey. He's like, he hears like a crash, and he's just like, Corey, what are you doing in there? Are you spilling cornflakes on the floor or something? 
But when Corey doesn't answer, the boy goes to investigate, only to be killed by Michael Myers. Yeah. So he's stabbed through. Yeah, Michael Myers. Yeah, so I th- you, you're saying Corey's dressing up as Michael Myers, right? Am I calling you a I'm not saying twist? that at all. I'm not saying that at all. Hmm. <laughs> it is, it is. That's what, exactly what you're doing. That's genius. I love it. At home, Allison calls Corey to check up on him, but he doesn't answer. Fearing that something has happened to them, Allison goes over to the boy's house and is shocked to find the child's body. Since Corey is nowhere to be found, she presumes that Michael Myers has returned and has likely killed both Corey and the child. Allison calls the useless Sheriff Barker, <laughs> who quickly comes to investigate. He's starting to become useful now. No, not no, really. No, no, they not call really. him, so... Yeah, they can call him all they want. It doesn't mean he's going to achieve anything. <laughs> Sheriff Barker doesn't want a mass panic like in 2018. So he tells Allison that there's no way that Michael Myers could be responsible. He proposes that the next possible conclusion is that Corey murdered the child himself. He's uh. like, he was the only one in the area. Corey can't be found. The child's body's right there. I mean, that makes sense. He was a weird kid anyway, yeah. so he's, he's probably hung done around it. in culverts. Yeah, exactly. He's probably run off and hid somewhere. Allison doesn't believe this, but Laurie thinks that Corey's obsession with Michael Myers may have caused him to emulate the killer. Look at this. Look at you. Makes sense. You're predicting my prediction. <laughs> or is he? I can't help it. I can't turn it off. Or is he? Next, we'll have our cameo from Danny McBride, who will most likely play a drunk redneck stumbling out of a bar. Yeah. That's a good guess. Danny is stalked by Michael Myers as he tries to head home. So Michael Myers is just following him. Like, Danny McBride keeps turning around. He's just like, are you following me? <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me, let me get on with my life. He's bound and down. <laughs> so he's stalking him as he's trying to head home. And he's stabbed to death after a brief scuffle. So Danny McBride tries to, you know, get a punch up with him. Because Danny McBride said he wants to fight Michael Myers in the movie. So they're going to have a brief scuffle. You know, he gets him in a headlock and <laughs> as if <laughs> starts, he punches him. Starts bashing him. But yeah, Michael Myers manages to stab him through. We cut to Lindsay Wallace, who is relieved that she didn't die in Halloween Kills, even though I predicted that she would. <laughs> and there was no reason at all that Michael Myers spared her. No reason at all. I mean, I feel like the movies want to keep the survivors alive because they don't want to kill them, but they kill some of the survivors. Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't make, make sense. any sense. I don't know why Lindsay's still there. But Lindsay isn't so lucky this time and is murdered by Michael Myers in her home. Yes, I'm doubling down on this prediction. Lindsay dies in this movie. You don't want her to be loud and obnoxious in a bar somewhere, disturbing people? No. (laughs) I don't want anything that happened in that movie to happen in this one. In a scene that emulates the beginning of the 1978 Halloween, we see from Michael's point of view as he enters the Strode household. Michael makes his way up the stairs and into Laurie's study, only to be confronted by Laurie at gunpoint. So he swings around the corner, she's there holding a gun to his head, we see this in the trailer. The two begin to fight, and Laurie manages to kill Michael a little too easily. Because it's Corey. Laurie pulls off Michael's mask and is shocked to see that it isn't Michael after all. Dun, dun, dun. At the same time, Allison finds Corey hiding out in the stormwater drain from the start of the movie. There you go. I just steamrolled Matty D's theory. Oh, okay. At this point, Allison isn't sure if Corey is the killer or not and demands to hear his side of the story. Corey explains that he saw Michael lurking outside the child's house and ran for his life leaving his mobile phone behind, which is why he wasn't contactable. Uh. Because he hid, he hid out in his favourite place, the place that he feels most safe, even though he was attacked there by a killer four years ago, the culvert. <laughs> no, this, it's, sorry, it's not a culvert, it's a stormwater drain. The killer never returns to the scene of the crime unless it's his childhood home. Well, maybe he figured, well, if Michael's at the, the boy's house, he's not going to be in that stormwater drain. <laughs> I'm going to hide there. Back at the Strode house, you're going to be disappointed, by the way. Back at the Strode house, Laurie has discovered that a random throwaway character introduced at the beginning of the movie has been emulating Michael Myers. Okay, that's very disappointing. So it's probably like a friend of Corey's or something like that. Right, just some guy. I, I mean, it's- Danny McBride. It's two- or, No, it's not Danny McBride. Rob Zombie. Yes. 
So it's too obvious, Maddie D. It's way too obvious. They're like they're setting up all the dominoes, making it sound like Corey is going to be the killer instead of Michael Myers. And if they if they're essentially telling us that from the promotional material, that means it's not the case. Okay. It's just too obvious. And if it is Corey, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> if he's just like, I was so inspired by Michael Myers, I became him. We connected. We we we, we locked eyes with each other as he was strangling me, and then you know he passed on his spirit to me. If they do do that. Give me a bonus point. Yeah, why? Why? why you're no. not saying that, though. No, I'm not saying that because that's stupid. If they do do that, I'm going to be incredibly disappointed. We'll give the movie points. <laughs> no, we won't. We're going to take points we'll away take from pa- the movie. The movie will start with a certain amount of points and we'll take points away from the yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. So, the clues to this reveal all come together in a source-style montage. And uh-huh. we noticed earlier in the movie that Michael's mask wasn't burned and that he still had all his fingers. So, don't forget that Michael is missing fingers on his, I think it's his left hand. Yeah. And his mask is burned. So, the, the Michael Myers in this movie, and mind you, Matty D, the Michael Myers in the trailer, doesn't have a burn mask and has all his fingers. Clean, a clean mask, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, in the trailer, but there's a lot of flashbacks in the trailer, so it's hard to kind of... Well, no, we see in present day that Michael Myers uh, is the same. Okay, fair enough. Fair so, enough. that's what came together for me. So, just as Laurie's beginning to relax... She is attacked by the real Michael Myers, who has strolled into a house to see what all the ruckus was about. So I, I think this is a good prediction. I know you're I know you're kind of throwing it away, but it's kind of cool that copycat killings would inspire Michael to come back That's and right. sort of reclaim That's his That's exactly what I'm I saying. I kind of like that direction. And the copycat killer, I think, was trying to bring Michael out of hiding as well yeah. by emulating him. Which makes sense. What would bring him out four years later is... Somebody so doing the same don't thing. Don't ask me who the copycat killer is. Like I said, it's just some random just character. throwaway character, yeah. Just another teenager, I'm going to say. It's the it's the Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's like the preppy kid who everyone thinks is going to do really well. And uh. because Corey's a high school dropout, like the preppy kid turns up and he's just like, well, you know, you're not going to go to university it's, like me. It's, it's Sheriff Useless. It's him. No, it's not. <laughs> Sheriff Barker, no, it's not him at all. Because he's going to be he's got to be useless. He can't be forwarding the plot <laughs> in any way. It's Allison. Well, just wait. So Laurie has been attacked by Michael Myers. So Michael and Laurie fight in the kitchen and Michael forces Laurie's hand into the sink garbage disposal. So he's about to like chop her fingers off with those blades, but Laurie manages to break free from Michael's grip and pins his hand to the floor with a kitchen knife. Cool. As Laurie scrambles to find a gun, Allison and Corey return home. Laurie demands that they run away, but Allison is determined to get revenge for all of her loved ones and friends that were killed by Michael Myers. This begins a chase around Haddonfield. Of course, it spills out into the streets, Matty D style. Love it. And Deputy Hawkins turns out to be killed off for real this time. What kills him? Uh, he's run over by Michael Myers. He survives so he's much. He's stabbed in the neck by Michael Myers and then he runs over. <laughs> he gets run over by Michael Myers. Well, we know that that won't kill him. So. <laughs> yeah, I, it would so be sad. funny if he was run over again and actually died this yeah. time. Like we see his head crushed like a watermelon. It's like it's like a, a monster truck this time instead. A steamroller. I only included that because I was so pissed off that they, you know, retconned it and brought him back. For the the previous movie. For nothing. I was so angry, so I'm like, let's just kill him off. Laurie ultimately sacrifices herself to kill Michael. Yes, I'm doubling down on that prediction as well. Same as you as well. While Alison and Corey are left to watch in despair. How does she sacrifice herself? I originally had it that she was going to, you know, burn herself down in the house, but you did that, so I've got to do something different now. You don't have to do something different. So what I'm going to do... It could be that. She's in a car with Michael Myers, like so somehow he's climbed onto the roof. She's in a car. Um, he climbs into the car to stab her. The car crashes and rolls over. There's petrol leaking. And then Laurie pulls out a lighter and blows up the car with Michael Myers inside it and herself. Okay. I'm going to pretend like I didn't see that in Beast the other day. <laughs> Is that what happened in mm, Beast? No spoilers. But Does the-, the lion light the, light the match? Yes. That'd be great. Yes. Kills him to help her. <laughs> But as the two begin to leave, Michael reappears and kills Allison's boyfriend a second time. So she's got a terrible habit of Michael Myers killing her boyfriend. He doesn't approve. Yeah. Allison freaks out and begins a final showdown with Michael, finally killing the shape once and for all by cutting off his head with the, you know, with his knife, obviously. Allison pulls off Michael's mask in victory, 
and pulls it over her own face what? before walking off into the night. And that is how the movie ends. You got the memo on written badly, right? So, okay. All right. So Also, this is what happened at the end of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, really? So, I'm like, I have to do it again here. Because there's no way they're going to do it, but it would be funny if oh, that was the insinuation. That would make so many people angry. Um, that's so stupid. Jamie Lee Curtis comes in and is like, I told you. Shocking and will make you angry. So, I, I guess it's a, 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 a thing that's popular at the moment to like gender flip characters. So, you could have a female Michael Myers. Or a well, the series is Shane. ending. So, it's going to end on a cliffhanger mm. that is never going to be resolved mm. since it's going back over to the Carter State. Yeah. Instead of Blumhouse. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, exactly. But if it happens, look at this. Look at this. We'll find out next month when the movie comes out. Interesting plot. I like some of it. Some of it was a little crazy. Yeah. But like I, I guess- said, it was written badly on purpose because, you know, I think that worked really well for me last time. I'm doubling down <laughs> on bad writing and I can just excuse my bad writing. It's done on purpose. Right. Uh, what's what's the overall thing of your... What, what, what's the overall message of... The, Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> for me, the overall message for... What I think they're going to do is I think it's going to be Laurie passing the torch to Allison and... What, of being a victim? Not a victim, but just like being the killer of Michael Myers, maybe. Since she never killed Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. well, actually, no, she does kill him. She does she's kill him. She's kind of so like... Allison has nothing. She's kind of giving Allison the life that she always wanted. Okay, yeah, that's nice. I like that. Well done. So you, the dear listener, do you have any ideas of what might happen in Halloween Ends? You can let us know in several places, or you can just tell us what you think of our plots. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think is going to happen in the movie. Let us know your thoughts on the previous movies. Yes. Why not? Give us a review on Halloween Kills and Halloween 2018. There's actually a large portion, just to be fair to Halloween Kills for a second, there is actually a large portion of people who prefer Halloween Kills over Halloween 2018. Yeah, okay. Because a lot of people were actually disappointed by, well, a small subset of fans were actually disappointed by the direction that they took Michael in Halloween 2018, and they thought that Halloween Kills was a massive improvement. Okay. They were wrong, obviously. I mean, he wasn't in it a lot, so maybe no. that's, that's it. But the, the Michael that he was in Halloween Kills is more like the Michael that the fans like, okay. as opposed to 2018's Halloween. Interesting. I, do, I don't know why, but okay. But yeah. Again, I didn't hate that movie. Yeah, Halloween I know. Kills. I know. So yeah. we're approaching it from two different angles here. <laughs> someone who really hated the movie and thought it was one of the worst in the franchise. It's not the worst, but one of the worst. And someone who actually didn't mind the movie as a as a dumb, fun sort of popcorn movie. Yeah. And so not as a Halloween movie. It's a comedy movie. Yeah, he liked it as a comedy movie. Yeah. There you go. Everyone's happy. So before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. Of course, you know the formula by now. Next week, we're doing another installment of Actual Spoilers, where we go back and revisit a movie that we've covered in the past and see how close we got to predicting the plot. And Matty D, do you know what we're up to uh, covering? Yes, I think I do, but I've forgotten now. What is it? Any ideas? Any guesses? So this may bring an end to our Halloween season. So oh, really? We're wrapping up with movies that are either scary or we're scared to watch. What is it? And we're going to a movie that I think both of us didn't mind, even though we thought it was going to be a bad movie. Because next week, we're going back and looking at the Netflix original movie, Enola Holmes. Starring Millie Bobby Brown herself. Oh, that's right. It is Enola Holmes, uh, which is getting a sequel. Yes. Yes. So, right in time for us to cover the sequel to Enola Holmes, we're going back and looking at how well we did predicting the original. So, we're going to be doing an episode where we predict Enola Holmes in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I I mean, there was a gruesome death in Enola Holmes, so it fits the Halloween. She gruesomely kills a man. (laughs) We'll talk all about it next week. Yes, Enola Holmes. Can't wait to talk about that one. So please, that mystery. Please join us next week for that. But until then, trick or treat. No, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Love lives today. But evil dies.
dies tonight. 40 years. He's gonna die tonight. Michael Myers has haunted this town for 40 years. Tonight we hunt him down. And we need to stop him tonight. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Michael Myers will be executed tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. 40 years ago. Evil dies tonight. 40 years ago. Evil dies tonight. Peanut butter on my penis.